you are all welcome. Greetings from our Father in the Lord and Mother in the Lord from the city of Jerusalem. Amen. Hallelujah. They're enjoying themselves in the Lord there, you know, and I believe they are connected with us this morning. And it's a privilege for me to stand upon this altar and minister the word of God. Hallelujah. And uh, we're going to go through the, you know, the ministration of the word for a few minutes and we're going to pray. Amen. You know, there's something that the Apostle has been teaching us and we all know it. But if you have not been in a church, I will remind you of those things and we move, you know, as the Spirit leaders this morning. Amen. You know, he, has been t- he said that you went to the Isle of Patmos, isn't it? And when he came from that, um, you know, trip, or during that trip rather, he was visited by an angel of the Lord. Yes? And the angel of the Lord told him three things that we need to do as believers. And the angel of the Lord told him that as for somebody to walk in the favor of God and to be highly esteemed, there are three things that he needs to do. Yes? He needs to be loyal Yes, it needs to be dedicated, yeah, or devoted to God, and it needs to be committed to service. Hallelujah. And he, got, he went on to show us some examples of people who have been before us, who have walked in those, you know, um, three things that the angel of the Lord, you know, told him. And as they were working in those three main things, we saw how the life has transformed nations. Yes? Hallelujah? And the main example that he took was um, Daniel. And he spoke about Daniel and how Daniel, who was a slave in Babylon, became one of the most pronounced leaders during three reigns of kings, three, of three kings, yes? He reigned under um, Nebuchadnezzar, Darius, and Xerxes. Um, uh, is it? Z- uh, yes. What, what, what was, what's that name, man? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't worry about the pronunciation or how, you know. The, the, the writing on the wall. Yes? You remember that, King? Okay. And we found out that it is because Daniel was dedicated to God, and it is because he was loyal to God, and he was serving his God. And it is that same dedication that is required for every one of us to be able to walk in those things that they walked in. Why? Now, I ask myself a question that... Why is it now that God revealed those things to our Father in the Lord? And why is it, you know, revealed in such a way that when he asked for an encounter, when he went to the island of Patmos, he said that because that place is like a portal, a place where you can encounter God, you know. And he went there, 
And he wanted a revelation, an insight, that God would speak to him as well. But when he went there, God spoke to him about those three things. And I said to myself that, look, if God spoke to him about those three things, it's because God has a message for his church. And the message for his church, I'm talking about the first re- recipient of that message is us. Hallelujah. In his house first. Before you go to the world. Yes? So, every one of us should ask himself the same question. Why is it that? It is at this very moment that God speaks to his servant and showed him that, look, this is what you need to go and tell my people. That they need to be loyal to me. That they need to be dedicated to me. That they need to be committed to service to me. Amen? So that when they do those things, anything in their life will go as I have ordained. Amen? So, it is a call for reasoning. You know, every one of us need to take this so, uh, I don't know, dearly, you know, so to walk in the way of God. Yes, church? You know, because God does not speak for the sake of speaking. Because he has observed something in his people. His reason why he, he, he spoke those things to apostles. Yes? Because every message that apostle received from the Lord is first for his church. The one that he has called him to minister, you know, to, to lead. Yes? So, it's because God has, has found out that some of us are not loyal... That he, he wanted to em, em, emphasize and or enforce that on us so that we will take our place. I didn't hear any amen in this cathedral this morning. You see? So, and he went on to show us some examples. And uh, when he was going, he said, I'll go and research about, you know, those people who worked in that kind of way. And we were, I don't know which day were we praying here. First day, you know, daily prayer. Or Wednesday, and when it was my turn to lead prayer, I went into the book of Genesis, and when I went into the book of Genesis, I found out that Enoch, yes, can we go to Genesis chapter 5, I think, yes, it is the account of um, the children of Israel, amen, I want to go there quickly and uh, we come back to, yes, you have the account of Adam, Adam's line, when God created man, he made him in the likeness of who? Of God. Amen. You know, I want us to have that in mind. Yes? Now, for, because of our time, we're going to move very fast this morning. Amen. Go to the next verse. Yes. Go on. Yes. Yes. Stop there. He said, when Adam has lived 130 years, he had a son. He's in his own likeness, his own, in his own image. And he made him, uh, he named him rather, Seth. Yes. And after that, Seth, after Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years and had 
over sons and daughters. And altogether, Adam lived 930 years, and then he died. Yes? The next one. The next one, Seth, Seth as well lived 105 years and became the father of Enosh. Mm-hmm. And when he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Yes? Altogether he lived 912 years and then he died. Yes, the next one, please. And when Enosh lived 90 years, he became the father of Canaan. And after he became the father of Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enosh lived what? Yes. And then he died. Now, when... Canaan had lived 70 years. He became the father of Mahalel. Mahalalel. Yes? And after he became the father of Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Canaan lived 910 years. And he died. Now, Mahalalel had lived 65 years and became the father of Jared. And after he became the father of Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Yes? Altogether, Mahalalel lived 895 years and he died. When Jared had lived 165 years, or 62 years. You're not following. Nobody corrected me. Okay. When Jared lived uh, 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. And after he became the father of Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. And altogether, Jared lived 960 two years. Amen? And he died. And then he died. Yes? Now, Enoch was 65 years old. He became the father of Methuselah. And the Bible says that after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God. 300 years. Now, when I was reading the accounts of each one of them, yes, they gave birth to children and they lived. When we came to the account of Enoch, the Bible makes us understand that he lived 60, uh, 60, 65 years and he gave birth to Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God. 300 years. He walked with God 300 years. We did not have any account of those who preceded him. 
we do not know how they work. They work with God. They might have worked with God, you know, because there was a covenant still. Full self. You know, God, you know, because we know the story of Ada. But the Bible makes us to understand that he, Enoch, worked with God 300 years. Now, the astonishing thing is this. The next scriptures. No, 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 no. Go back to my scripture, please. It's that 300 years and had over son and daughter. Now, go back to the other Yeah. Let's continue. Altogether, he lived 365 years. And what happened? Enoch walked with God. Then he was what? No, no, let's read it together. Because, so this is somebody who walked 300 years. I don't know how you understand it. Somebody walked 300 years with God, and God took him away. So which means that his life was perfect. Hallelujah. For 300 years. Hallelujah. God was pleased with him. For 300 years, he was loyal to God. For 300 years, he was dedicated to God. He was committed to the things of God. For 300 years. Hallelujah. You know? And the Bible makes us understand that God just took him away. So, he, he was translated. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? His body did not know decay. Hallelujah. So, you know, the Bible says that all of Adam served as the likeness of his father. But when he came to Enoch, he was translated. His, 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 uh, you know, his body did not know decay. He was just taken from earth to heaven. You know? So, it needs to, you know, it, we, we, we need to understand that there was a relationship with God that brought him to the place of being taken away. Amen? Now, and he goes on to say that after Enoch, Methuselah, his son, lived 187 years he became the father of Lamech, and altogether he lived, and he lived 782 years, and have over children, or sons and daughters. Yes, altogether he lived. He died. Hallelujah. He was the oldest living being on earth. Yes. You know, you know because his father was so loyal to God, God made his son to be the, the oldest living being. Hallelujah. Amen. Just to let you know, when you walk with God, you know, in the light of his word, as the songwriter says, what a glory he shows on, in, on our way. He was so acquainted to God that, you know, all his being was reflecting God. Hallelujah. But let's come to us now. Hallelujah. Amen. We as children of God. You know the Bible says that Christ died for us. And because he died for us. And we are born again. God has given us the spirit of God. Amen. And that spirit of God lives in us. You know. And we have seen that 
You know, the people that we've saw in the scriptures so far that Apostle has shared with us are those who lived before, you know, uh, the birth of Christ or the coming of Jesus. Amen? And they were able to walk in God. So as believers as well, we can walk the way that they walked. Hallelujah? And we can operate in the power that they operated. Hallelujah? Amen? You know, one of the things that we need to understand when our Father in the Lord was teaching us, he says that, he said that, look, in this season that we are and time that we are, it is God is waiting for us to manifest. You know, because what is going on in the world today, you know, we should not be deceived by the devil and by everything that is happening, but we should be empowered. Amen? And it is something that every one of us need to take, you know, to heart. You know, because God has given us the Holy Spirit. God has given us the Holy Spirit. You will find out that in the life of Enoch and the rest of, you know, the men of faith that worked with God, they were dedicated to God, they were loyal to God, and they, com- they were committed to service. Amen? And they did it diligently. And now, you know, the Bible says, I w- you know, I want to move in the, in, in, in the New Testament now. I gave you that. We're going to do a comparison and see where we are. Because I told you at the beginning that when God revealed those things to us, he did not, he, 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 to apostle, it is for us. For each one of us, it is not for the people out there. Us first and the people out there after. Yes? And the Bible makes us to understand that we have received the Holy Spirit. Everyone who has given his life to Jesus is born again. I didn't hear your amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you hear you're not giving your life to Jesus, I believe at the end of this message you will. Hallelujah. You know, because what happened here is that we have the apostles who walk with Jesus. Amen. And when Jesus died, the Bible makers were in the like there were about 500 men who, you know, saw him and who were with him. But when the Holy Ghost came, he came upon 120 people. Isn't it? And in the 100 people, the Bible it makes us understand that Mary was there as well, the brothers and sisters, and, uh, and Jesus were there as well. And they received the Holy Spirit. But when they received the Holy Spirit, they moved in the power of God. You know? And because we also have received the Holy Spirit. You know? And the Holy Spirit that we have received lived in us. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, the Holy Spirit lived in me. Lives in me. You know, the Holy Spirit lives in you and I. And the Holy Spirit lived in those people that were before us. And they were able to walk in the, in the, in, in the power of God. Hallelujah. And it is time for us to acquaint ourselves with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the power of God. Amen. Unto salvation. And we have been called. Amen. To bring about the good news of Christ. Hallelujah. And that power lived in us. And they were singing this morning about the Holy Spirit. When the Holy, whatever the Holy Spirit is, there's a change of atmosphere. It's hot here. Are you hot? Can you put the AC for us, please? Because people will start sleeping. I don't want anybody to sleep, man. Don't miss your blessing. Amen. The Lord is going to do great things in our midst this morning. You know, to let us know that, yes, the Holy Spirit lives in you and I. And the Bible, Bible makes us understand that the Holy Spirit is the power of God. Amen. So if the Holy Spirit is the power of God, you are a, somebody who walks in power. 
or who is meant to walk in power. Yes? We have entered the season of grace. Hallelujah. We have entered a season of grace where God wants to manifest through each one of us. Hallelujah. It's the reason why God brought this message to us that Apostle was sharing with us. For the Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. Amen? The Holy Spirit has been promised to us by the Father. Yes, is the one who enables us to walk in the power of God. In the book of John 14, yes, verse 26, quickly please. <clears throat> it said about the counsel of the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So the Holy Spirit is there to remind us of everything that God has said to us. Amen? And we need to walk in, you know, with the Holy Spirit. There's nothing that we can, you know, do without the Holy Spirit as believers. Amen? And in these things that... I don't know... Because I'm moving. Because I'm, uh, it's hot. Amen? Please, can you put on AC, uh, brother? It's not AC, it's heating that is coming now. Please. No, no, turn it off. You, I need to circulate. Amen? Now, let them not be distracted. What I wanted to tell us is this. The Holy Spirit has been given to us. And, yes, Lord, we're going to move quickly. In the book of Acts, the Bible makes us understand that. You know, bear that scripture in mind. Yes. Because you have the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, nothing should intimidate you. I didn't hear your amen. Yeah. Look, look, look. Because we have the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, and it's the things that our apostle is teaching us, nothing should be able to intimidate a Christian. Amen? Whatever threats come your way, remember we said that stand still and know that God is with you. Amen? There's no, nothing that can, you know, intimidate you. Hallelujah. You know, and, and we need to take it from our Father and the Lord. He's not intimidated by anything. Hallelujah. And that's, that's that same height that we need to attain. It's the reason why Jesus, you know, sent the angel to him and spoke those words to him. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, when I was um, seeking the face of God, God told me this, you know, if you are, don't be intimidated by the devil. He said that. That tell, don't be intimidated by the devil. Hallelujah. Whatever you are going through in life, yes, whatever has been written, you know, in the realm of darkness against you, will not prevail over your life. Why? Because you belong to God. Yes? Hallelujah. Somebody has opened their mouth, as the apostles say, and has spoken. And that this is what you will happen to your life. You will not do this, you know. And you are born again. Even you are not, if you are not born again before, now you are born again. Don't think that those things will be able to work in your life. Colossians chapter 2 verse 14. What does it say? It says that having what?
Yes. It's not everybody that read, so we're going to read it again. You know, Apostle said that you want coffee, we give you coffee. Let's read it again, please. He took it away, he nailed it on the cross, so there's nothing that can intimidate a Christian. All the things that they are doing in your workplace, they ask you all those things that is going on right now about LGBT or whatever it is. You give your point of view, this is the scripture. Hallelujah. If they ask you, because sometimes they will try to ask you and throw up you and all those kind of things. You know, there's a young there's a student who was doing his course, and he said that, uh, what do you call that? Homosexuality is a sin, according to the Bible. And the university kicked him out. Yes? They kicked him out because he was training to be a social worker. And he won his case, he won his case in the court of appeal. Now, we don't know what is going to happen. Even lobbying of the LBGT are going to take it to the Supreme Court. Because he said that he was exercising his human rights. Hallelujah. Amen. So, to let you know that nothing should intimidate a Christian. Apostle was telling us, are you ready to lose your job? You have the Holy Spirit. You remember that I told you that you have the Holy Spirit? And the Holy Spirit is God himself living in us. God himself living in you and I. And nothing can intimidate you. No, no, no court case that I have brought against you will be able to prevail. If you have not done anything wrong. Hallelujah. Amen. There's nobody who can, you know, uh, 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 there's nobody who can say anything that you have not done that God will let it happen to you. As I was saying, that there's nothing that, you know, can happen to you that has been spoken in the realm of darkness because God said it. I wish, okay, let's go continue to the script in the scripture. You know, when the Holy Ghost came upon them in the, um, in the book of Acts, the Bible makes us to understand that they were scattered. And um, Philip went to Samaria in chapter 8. And the Bible says that, And Saul was, yes, verse 1, don't worry. And, and Saul was there, giving approval for the death of Stephen, on that day, the great persecution broke out and the church at Jerusalem and all, ex all except the apostles were scattered through Judea and Samaria because Jesus said it. You will go to Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea and Samaria and the rest of the world. Yes, go on. And the Bible makes us understand that godly men buried Stephen who was martyred, the first one, you know, and verse 3, please. And the Bible says that, but Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged men and women and put them in prison. That's what is happening right now. You know what I'm, what I'm saying to us this morning is that, yes, go on, please, because my time is nearly finished, gone. So those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Yes, Philip went to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. 
And the Bible makes us to understand that when he did that, when the crowd heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all pay a close what? They all pay a close to what he said. Hallelujah. The time has come, church, that we should be the people that God has called in this nation. You know, we should be a voice. Because the Holy Spirit lives in us, and because the Holy Spirit lives in us, we should manifest the Holy Spirit. Amen? And the Bible says that when we do so, there will be people listening to us. People are not listening to the church today because we are not manifesting. Hallelujah. You know, when the time of, you know, old, the prophet of his nation, they were listening to them. Hallelujah. They were listening to their counsel, and we can get to that place. I, I, I don't know. Amen. Let me do my duty. Amen? Amen? Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the power of God. I told you. You know, in the book, Luke of, book of Luke 1, yeah? 35. The angel of, of the Lord answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and will overpower you. Yes? And the power of the Most High will overpower you so that the Holy One will be born. Or, okay, let me read again. The, the angel answered Mary, yes? Now, go back, yes. Go back to the scripture before. I want to show you something. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I said the scripture before in that book of Luke, please. In the book of Luke. Yes, go up again. Yes. I want to show you something here, please, quickly. Come on. Yes. Yes, this is where I wanted to start from. Then the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are what? You who are what? What? You who are highly favored. You remember last week the apostle was telling us about Daniel. What did he say about Daniel? Hallelujah. Daniel was highly esteemed. Mary was highly favored. Your time has come. To be highly favored. And God has has given us the key. And the key has been taught and is going, to be, is going to be taught again, as Apostle said himself, until we manifest that key. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit came upon us. So the Holy Spirit is the power of God. Nothing is impossible to God then. Do we agree? Yeah. I, don't, I don't... You know, it's what God wanted to tell every one of us. That, look, you are a believer in Christ Jesus. And as Apostle said, you are not a mistake. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter the way you were born. It doesn't matter how you were born. There are people who were born from prostitutes and became head of states. Hallelujah. Judges, he taught us here. So, your condition does not matter. Where you live does not matter. What you drive does not matter. But what matters is the Holy Ghost that is in you. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost that is speaking to you, that wants you to dedicate your life to God. 
so that you will manifest those things. Go back to the book of Acts. Because the Bible says that you know the story of Samuel, for, uh, of, of, of Philip, yeah? Philip was among the, uh, the, the, the deacons, yes? Because, before he became an evangelist. Hallelujah. Because he was dedicated to God. The Bible says in that book of uh, Acts chapter 2, that they devoted themselves to the apostle teaching and to the breaking of bread. So you can see the treat of devotion there. Hallelujah. You can see the treat of loyalty there. You can see the treat of commitment to service because they are the one now serving the tables. And God has seen the heart. And when God has seen that heart, he was pleased with that heart. And through that heart, he turned a city down. God is looking for you and I. Or rather, he's waiting for you and I to turn the city down. Uh, around, rather. Amen? And this is the time. I remember last year, Apostle was saying that as we enter this year, this is what was going to manifest in our lives. It's the reason why God came to remind us that as we have entered June and, and July, it is the time to dedicate ourselves to God. Hallelujah. When we come here, prayer, you know, let's, let's, some of you are not there. Not everybody here work until 8 o'clock. Hallelujah. Are you working until 8 o'clock? 9 to 8? Answer, church. Hallelujah. Let's answer. Not, not everybody, or not everyone, some of us, we finish work at 5. And sometimes some of us, our car or bus pass this place at 6 o'clock. But we don't stop, isn't it? Am I dialing some numbers as Pastor Bilewu says? Hallelujah. Is it, is it, you know, you can stop. There's a brother here, I don't want to mention his name, but I, I, you know, sometimes when I come here as well, I meet him in the bus. Amen? My bus does not pass here, but his bus passed here. So he saw me in the bus that he took. So we, came, we, come, we come together to church. Amen? Hallelujah. So if your bus passed here, Pastor Roger said, uh, now if you don't stop, you are guilty, you have sinned. <laughs> yes? Because you remember that, ah, my bus passed here at 6 o'clock. And you look at the church, you do your head like that to see if there are people in church. Has it happened to you before? Uh-huh. So, hallelujah. You know, for us to work in the power, brothers and sisters, it is what we need to do. We need to make sure that we are dedicated to God. You know, if I, let me go through the story of Philip quickly before we pray. Yes, he says that if they devoted themselves... Yeah. Let's go back to uh, uh, eight, please, chapter 8, please, quickly. You know, because we need to see what the Holy Spirit did in the life of Philip. Philip was a deacon. But when you go on and read the uh, uh, book of Acts, I think it's the 28th or so, if my recollection is right, where we call him evangelist, uh, eventually. He said that when the crowd heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all pay a close attention to what he said. Mark chapter 16, verse 17, apply. Don't go there. With Shrek, with Shrek's evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytic and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in the city. Amen. So there was great joy in the city. The city is not in joy. 
the city of London is not in joy. And yesterday I met some, you know, young, uh, we went for evangelism, we met some young um, Jehovah's Witness ladies, you know, they saw our leaflet and they came to us. And they wanted to, you know, share with us. I have, when I go to evangelism, I go with Prophet. He's my partner in evangelism. You know Prophet? No, some of you don't know Prophet because you don't come to Bible school. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know Prophet when we go to cathedral, when apostles spoke about him. Hallelujah. And, you know, we were chatting, chatting, and I said, what do you guys believe in? Do you believe that, you know, heaven is on earth here, this one? They say, yes. But I said, but the Bible said that the element will be melted and will be destroyed. And we have a new Jerusalem and a new earth, a new heaven, you know. And she said, okay, 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 okay. let me show you in the scriptures. And she went to the book of um, Genesis uh, chapter 11. It's one that we show you when you tell them. And in the book of Genesis chapter 11, she showed me uh, the Torah of Babel. And it says, it says the world, yes? In the Bible, I think it says the earth, yes? And she went into, um, was it some, Pastor Wisdom, was it again? 37. You know where uh, David said that we will possess the land forever. And they said, that, you know, this is the scripture here. But when, while we are discussing, the Holy Spirit said to me that, tell them the world, when God talk about the world, Go to Genesis 11 quickly, please. When God talks about the world, he talks about the people. When God talks about the earth, he talks about all being, all, everything that has been created. So when he was talking about the world, he said that the whole world are one language. Amen? Animal, the language, they don't understand themselves. It's the world. It's people he was talking about here. So, it's what the, so we told them that, look, we, we know that we are going to heaven. And our heaven is not, because she said that she's not going to heaven, that she's going to live on the earth. I say, me, I'm not living on this earth. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not living on this earth. We are going to heaven. I didn't hear your amen. We are all going to heaven. As apostles say, by force or by fire. It's the reason why God revealed to him, those things that he revealed to him, that you and I will be prepared. Hallelujah. And it's that preparation that God has started so that the city will rejoice. Hallelujah. The city cannot rejoice if the Holy Ghost that is in you does not do anything. The Holy Ghost in you and I need to do something for the city to be able to rejoice. And it's what God wants us to do. Amen. There's a power that has been given unto us. And we neglect that power. We do not walk in that power. Amen. Uh, you know, verse 1, they walk in the power. And there's nothing between them and us. It's the same power. It's the same power that apostles walk in. It's the same power that apostles seek day and night. And he said that we should seek the same power. I was telling them, look, you know, yes, God. The Lord said that, you know, the Bible said that Jesus appeared, you know, to more than 500 people, you know, when he resurrected. Yeah, for 40 days he was with them. But at the time of you know, the Holy Ghost to come. The Bible makes us understand there were 120. 
And he said this. Where is that note? I want to read it. He said that those people who left, yes, they did it willingly, on purpose. Do you understand what I'm saying? They left on purpose. So, everything, those 120, they stayed on purpose. Yes? They made the decision. You know, Apostle didn't teach about the power of decision. They made a decision to stay. Because they believed in Christ. They believed in what he has said. So, if you believe in what the God has said concerning us, that we are the one who need to bring joy to the city, we need to be willing. We need to do it on purpose. Hallelujah. You need to purposefully say that. So, I will dedicate this time to seeking God. And you block it. No phone. No social media for that one hour that you want to dedicate to God. Try it. It works. Hallelujah. I didn't know that they were then people. I always tell that, isn't it? In when I came from a background, Catholic background, yeah, and I'm telling this church, our church, I didn't know that they were in people. I didn't even know that I have a call. Hallelujah. But dedication purpose showed the way. The Bible says, what did the Bible say? Scholar. The yes, don't be the gifting of what? So, there's a gift in every one of us. It is because we have not purposefully decided to make it work. That is not working. The city needs joy. You know what I was telling the story of the lady um, yesterday? Because I told them this earth, you know, the people who are out there, you know, some of them maybe are born again in a car and all those kind of things. But when God talked about his people, he talked about only those who are born again. Yes? God people is not anyone who is not born again. Yes? If somebody has not given his life to Jesus, he's not God people. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible says he came for his own. Those who have made the covenant with, and they didn't what? He came for his own, and his own rejected him. So he went to everyone, the gentle, everyone who want to come to him. If you come to him, you know, so verse 120 transform a nation. Can you imagine? Yes? In a nation, a nation for which prophets have spoken for years, and when the time of fulfillment of a prophecy that has been spoken came, it was only 120. Has he ever gone through your mind 
that it is, and through that 120, all, a, a whole nation was against them. Hallelujah. But they prevail. With the Holy Spirit, you will prevail. You see, with the Holy Spirit, if you are willing and you are obedient, yes, you will prevail. You know, so it is you and I that the city is waiting for. It is you and I that the mayor of London is waiting for. The solution is in you and I. So we need to bring it out. Amen. We need to walk in it. Hallelujah. You see, (laughs) before I conclude and we pray, because I think my 40 minutes is gone. The Bible says that that Holy Spirit cannot be intimidated. So there's nothing that you can fear. And that Holy Spirit has set everyone free. So everyone that you talk to and you minister to will be free. Amen. Amen. So it is you and I that God has chosen to release the prisoners. And we will release them. We will release them. God has put something in you and I. You see? The Bible says, yes, let's go to the book of um, Philip. What did I say? There's a book of Philip now. A book that is written to the Philippians. Hallelujah. Chapter 1. Chapter 2, please. Yes? Verse 9. Okay. You see? Okay. He said that therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee we bow should bow rather, and every tongue eh, go back. Sir, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in way. And and yes. And every tongue. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of, of, of God the Father. So we have been given such an opportunity in this nation that God has called us to be witnesses because the Holy Spirit lives in us. And as we are dedicated, as apostles spoke to us, you know, through the Holy Spirit that, you know, um, through the encounter that he had in the land of Patmos, and as we are dedicated to the things of God, we will walk in those powers. Amen. You will speak and things will come to pass. Yes. The Bible says that, look, if the people of old spoke and things came to pass, how much more we? When Anna went to pray, Elijah said, it shall be done unto you as you have prayed. Yes. And what happened? Anna gave birth to Samuel. And that someone became the one who replaced Eli. 
Isn't it? Amen. A word was spoken at the beautiful gates. And what happened? The cripple walked. Amen. So, when we speak the word of God, the power of God moves. Hallelujah. So, let me finish with this. That as believers, our loyalty is, you know, brings favor from God. Amen? Our devotion to God takes us to a place of insight. And our commitment to service will make us to stand and have our crown. You know why? Because when you are committed to the things of God, God looks at you. You know, I was telling them on Friday that you know, there's a, somebody who was taken to heaven and God revealed to her that every time that you win a soul, a crown is given to you. Hallelujah. Your crowns are waiting for you out there. And the power of God in you will make them to come to the knowledge of Christ. Amen. Stand up, church. Let's pray. I want us to pray this morning. Amen. The Holy Spirit is in this place. We're going to speak to God this morning. You're going to ask God to bring us to the place of dedication to His, to, to bring you to the place of dedication, to bring you to the place of loyalty to Him. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray.